All right, we're gonna start this off with a clip from the John Fetterman, Tim Ryan debate, part due, number two. All right, this is serious stuff. Uh, one of the moderators spends a substantial amount of time grilling J.D. Vance over Trump making a kiss my ass comment in Youngstown on stage that was clearly a joke. J.D. Vance takes it as a joke. I took it as a joke when it happened and at the last debate. But this is Tim Ryan's whole debate. His whole campaign now is going to center around well, Donald Trump told you to kiss his ass, and you said it was a, just a joke. How pathetic does that make Tim Ryan? Uh, part due, part two of this podcast, John Fetterman is, I'm sorry, folks, he is handicapped. He cannot hold this office, in my opinion. I'll tell you why. Also, there was an incident in 2012-ish. I don't know. It doesn't matter right now. He chased a black, unarmed black man with a gun. This just came to light. Credit Tim Cast IRL for the uh, Fetterman uh, information. Uh, but I'm going to read from a couple news articles on that. It's Big John. It's Panic Attack. Like, share, subscribe. Leave a commentary if you like. And let's do it. Here's from the most recent United States senatorial debate. No, something didn't went wrong. Okay. Wait, I had to refresh something. Hang on. Now I got to sit through an advertisement. I'm going to light my cigar once all this crap gets working the correct way. Well, this stinks. Now the stupid thing, the video won't play. Alright, now it's playing. Now I have to pause it and back it up to unmute it. Publicly insulted you in Youngstown. To prove the congressman wrong and to show Ohio voters that you are your own man, I would like you to identify one issue that Mr. Trump is wrong about and therefore deserving of public criticism. Well, look, I disagree with the president on a number of things. He's a friend of mine, of course, and I'm proud to have his endorsement. But look, the thing that, 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 that was wrong about the Trump administration is they put a lot of people in the administration, a lot of bad personnel folks, who actually advocated limitless, nonstop wars that would mean a lot of folks from Mahoning Valley and a lot of folks from where I grew up would have to go off and fight those wars. A guy like John Bolton, for example, should have never been national security advisor in the Trump administration. But let me address Tim Ryan's point and, and, and your question there. Donald Trump told a joke 
He told a joke at a rally based on a false New York Times story, and Tim Ryan has decided to run his entire campaign on it. Now look, Tim Ryan is publicly out there on national television saying, I love Nancy Pelosi. Uh, a few, what was it, a few months ago, he went before a national audience and said that he has to suck up and kiss up to Chuck Schumer. The guy who's subservient to the national party is Tim Ryan, who's been begging for these guys to come into this race and save him from the campaign that he's been running. So look, it's ridiculous for him to accuse me of being anything because he has utterly failed to be independent to represent this valley and he'll be utterly he'll, he'll utterly fail to represent the people of Ohio if he's elected to the United States Senate. So just so I get this straight, when the former president said JD is kissing my ass because he wants my support, you took that as a joke? I, I pause. That guy that's asking that question, he is a Democrat. he's beyond Democrat hack. Yes, he's Indian or something like that. He's not a uh, a, ma- a mafioso. He's not Italian. But he's living in the Democrat 1970s of Youngstown, Ohio. Okay? I, I've seen him around town. I know of him. He still thinks that this is uh, the, the Youngstown and the Mahoning Valley that the mafia... The Mafia and the Democrats ran with an iron fist. He actually grills a Senate candidate over, you took that as a joke? Wait, come down to my 7, I mean, come down to my 7-Eleven, I mean, you took that as a joke? This motherfucker ought to be running a 7-Eleven. By the way, I love, you know the coolest people you meet when you're out doing what I do for a living are like the Middle Eastern gas station attendants. They are cool AF. Cool as fudge. You meet so many cool people doing what I do. But this guy that's grilling J.D. Vance, not cool. I I know the president very well, and absolutely, he was joking about a New York Times story. That's all he was doing. I didn't take offense to it. I talked to the president before it. I talked to the president afterwards. Everybody there took it as a joke. This guy goes on national TV and says, I love Nancy Pelosi, and has the audacity of accusing me of kissing anyone's rear end. It's pretty rich. I would like you to point to an issue that Speaker Pelosi has totally bungled and therefore deserves public repudiation. Well, let me me just uh, first say... Uh, let, let me just first uh, try to sober up for a second. Uh, all right. The Democrats are calculatory. They're calculating people. Nancy Pelosi, Tim Ryan dated her daughter, okay? Furthermore, she is not going to care that he critiques her during a Senate debate. Chuck Schumer is not going to care... Because they know, they know, as Tim Ryan will point out in his own words, that Tim Ryan has to do this in order to gain points to answer the question. So they'll just go back to Washington, drink their wine, stagger through the streets of Alexandria, Virginia, and <coughs> come back and say, hey, 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 Nance, 
you know, I, I, I hooked up with your daughter in 2010. We dated. It was cool. I might have pimp smacked her. I don't know. But, look, you know, we're cool, Nancy. I had to say it. She's going to go, oh, I, I, I know. Uh, all right, let me translate from Nancy Pelosi gibber. She's going to say, I, I know. You had to, don't worry. We're good, Tim. You vote with me 100% of the time. Let's go here. Timmy Ryan bullshit. That this is obviously a clip that J.D. is running to try to misrepresent people. I ran against Nancy Pelosi, J.D., for leadership. And you have to have the courage to take on your own leaders. These leaders in D.C., will, they, will, they will eat you up like a chew toy. Right? I mean, you were calling Trump America's Hitler. Then you kissed his ass. It is true. And then you kissed his ass. And then he endorsed you. And you said he's the greatest president of all time. Mitch McConnell? Let me tell you, they're in Republican circles. There were people kissing Donald Trump's ass a lot harder. And honestly, there were people that did more for Trump than J.D. Vance. And he didn't endorse them. He endorsed Vance. Uh, I'm sure it was a tough decision for Donald. But... I think he saw J.D. Vance had the best chance to win. <laughs> and they mended whatever they had, because Vance was not a Trump guy back at the beginning. He admits that. Gave you $40 million to prop up your campaign. Peter Thiel gave you $15 million. That's $55 million, J.D. What do you think they want for that? They want your loyalty. Same thing Tim Ryan's donors want, and he just spelled it out for you. Each quarter this year that there's been uh, reporting on donations in this race, Tim Ryan has broken a fundraising record. And I know those tens of millions of dollars each quarter did not come out of Ohio. They came from <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's friends and Chuck Schumer's friends in California to Ohio to buy Ryan this seat. And he well, well and good knows all about being bought and paid for in the Washington politics. He just admitted it. He knows that there, that money will come with a price. The money will come with a price of favors. And he admits it right here. If I Guilty. And you proved that you'll kiss their ass too. And look, it's nothing personal. I'm just telling you, like, I've been in this business. It's tough business. If you think you're going to help Ohio, you're not. If you can't even stand up for yourself, how are you going to stand up for the people of the state? How are you going to take on the corporate interests? All the money you took are from the corporations who sent all our jobs overseas. Peter Thiel, 15 million bucks, buddy. What, what do you think? Peter Thiel is one person. There, there, somewhere I posted on Getter and Twitter an article. The average J.D. Vance uh, contributor in the third quarter of this campaign donated $100. That's a, 
a donation from an average common person. Yes, the Senate Leadership Fund did give money to Vance's campaign, but there are other people in charge of that fund other than Mitch McConnell. Secondly, the average online donation to J.D. Vance is $33. That's coming from common people. And he still raised $6.9 million in the third quarter. Tim Ryan almost doubled that in his fundraising, and he's not saying where his donations came from. We have a so the, we have a hold on, JD. Stop no, this is me. this is disgusting. I, I'd like to hear, get here's exactly what happens when the media and people like Tim Ryan accuse me of engaging the great, great replacement theory. I'll you tell you exactly. It. I'll you tell you exactly what happens, Tim. What happens is that my own children, my biracial children, get attacked by scumbags online and in person because you are so desperate. For political power that you'll accuse me the father of three beautiful biracial babies of engaging in racism we are sick of it you can believe in a border without being a racist you can believe in the the country without being a racist and this just shows how desperate this guy is for political power i know you've been in office for 20 years tim and i know it's a sweet gig but you're so desperate not to have a real job that you'll slander me and slander my family it's disgraceful thank you mr I think, hold on derek Real quick, I think I struck get one more a nerve. Question in. I think I struck a nerve with this oh, guy. You absolutely he's struck obviously, a nerve. He's, he's obviously Tim Ryan. J.D. Was- Vance was a fucking Marine while Tim Ryan was whining and dining and being pathetic with Nancy Pelosi and the scumbags in Washington and the swamp. Oh, I think I struck a nerve. You asshole. This ain't the girl you hit in college. This is a Marine. I would have loved to have seen J.D. Vance pummel his ass right then and there. And if I were J.D. Vance, I might have. And I wasn't even a Marine. I'm a mama's boy. I still whooped Tim Ryan's drunken ass. Assault their families, you strike a nerve with normal people. I would never talk about your family, J.D. I wasn't raised that way. I would never talk about your family. So I try to spin this because you don't want to talk about the fact that you're with the extremists and that belief, which is grounded going back decades, led to some crazy dude getting a gun and going to a black grocery store. It's disgusting and I've never endorsed it. It's disgusting. You talk about it and you're running around around with Marjorie Taylor Greene. To believe in a border, Tim Ryan thinks that you endorse the great replacement theory. It's unbelievable. This is what you do. You join Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer calling your own people racist for daring to believe in a border in their own country. This is the game that he plays. All right, thank you. Feel better, JD. Let's refocus. Alright, so that was old Youngstown politics at its worst. Uh, The moderators did a horrible job. The one who was like one of the biggest Democrats in Youngstown grilled J.D. Vance over a joke. You say he was joking? You're the joke, whoever the hell you are. I don't even know your name, I just know from seeing you around town. So, let's break up. And uh, talk 
John Fetterman, another joke. We got my recording stuff here going. Hold on a minute. Be right back. Okay, we're back. And let's look at this John Fetterman, man of mystery, as I've called him at times. Credit Tim Cash IRL for this uh, little nougat of information tonight. Uh, there's, I guess this has been out there for a while, but I didn't know it because I don't live in Pennsylvania. Um, but NBC News reports that this was back, I think on August 20, 25th, they published this article. doesn't matter. Fetterman's past gun incident rattles black Democrats in PA Senate race. So there's old tough guy John in his in his hoodie. I guess he wears the hoodie because he has a growth on his neck. Uh, anyhow, get off on that later. John Fetterman said he heard what sounded like gunfire and saw a man running away. So he reacted by getting his kid inside to safety before he called 911. What Fetterman did next, however, still stuns him nine, or still haunts him, excuse me, nine years later as he campaigns for the Democrat nomination. He chased the man down with a gun and detained him until police arrived. It turns out the man was jogging and wearing running clothes, according to a police report. The man was unarmed, and he said the, the sound of gunfire was actually fireworks, although two witnesses thought they heard gunshots. Now, if you've not been around guns, you're not a gun person, and even if you are, you could mistake fireworks for gunshots, like M80s or something. Uh, I don't know. I would distinguish the two, but most people can't. Apparently, John Fetterman, who owns a gun, can't distinguish the two. And... Those of you on the video just saw me spill water on myself because I was getting ready to talk and drink at the same time. Guess I can't pull that trick off. So, if you're prejudiced and you're a nine-foot Gubenheimer looking skinhead, okay, now, I know John, or John Fetterman is not actually a skinhead, but when I look at this guy and I see the, the half-goatee, like, he doesn't have the mustache, he just has the chinny-chin-chin hairs. And the shaved head, I'm like, guy looks like a skinhead. I see those tattoos, I think skinhead. That's just what I associate that with. Um, and he looks like a bastard. He always looks pissed off. And apparently he always is pissed off. But apparently he's precious. Uh, I know that 
I think of the Ahmad Arbery situation. Now Ahmad Arbery was running down in and out of a house. You've seen it on, you can see it on security video if you find an unbiased source. Uh, and then he he was running down the street in Timberlands hiking boots. This guy was in a track. This guy that John Fetterman chased was in a track suit and wearing jogging shoes. So maybe Johnny Fetterman's a little bit prejudice. Or a lot of bit, maybe. So uh, I heard that Fetterman needed a teleprompter for his debate with Dr. Oz. I didn't know he needed one all the time. And I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry, but... John Fetterman's handicapped, folks. I should be taking care of him. I should be at his house house rendering him aid. He shouldn't be out running for Senate. I should be applying to be his assistant. So I used to assist handicapped people. The reason John Fetterman needs a teleprompter is... Since his stroke, and no one's making fun of stroke victims, by the way, but they cannot hold and uh, maintain the rigors of the United States Senate and global politics, okay? The reason he needs a teleprompter is he has to have a computer program that translates sound into words so that he can read them because that part of his brain doesn't work anymore. Now, I'll read a little bit of this article in a second. When I first heard he needed a teleprompter for the Dr. Oz debate, I thought it meant he needed to script his words like Joe Biden does. He has to have everything in front of him or he'll go off script and start, you know, sputtering out sentence fragments. This is not the case. And by the way, Joe Biden always had that problem. Also, I thought maybe there would be somebody behind the scenes, maybe his answers would be scripted somewhat. And when a certain topic came up, Somebody would shoot answers up onto the teleprompter. Basically, I thought he was trying to cheat at the debate. No, the guy is handicapped and cannot uh, interpret sound with his brain very well. So he has to have a teleprompter, a computer program that translates the words onto the prompter so he can read them. It's, it's honestly sad, guys. As much as I just spent making fun of him and ripping him a new asshole, it's, it makes you feel bad for him if he wasn't such a bastard as a human being. And you can't have someone who's that handicapped in the United States Senate. I mean, I'm just being real. He's not cognitively, mentally able to do the job from the sound of things 
Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman used a computer to process audio in his first in-person interview since suffering a stroke earlier this year. That's sad. We don't want to, you know, see anybody with a, you know, disabled from a stroke. I might have to jump to an article. It's not the Epoch Times. Fetterman Democrats running for the seat, uh, or part, running for Senate, was seated behind an Apple computer, which he looked at after a reporter asked him a question. So he he looks at the reporter like you should do in an interview. Let me see the Daily Beast. No, that's crap. iHeart.com, TribLive.com. Okay, this is a Pittsburgh newspaper. Uh, so he, he would look at the reporter, and then he would have to look down at the, the Apple uh, computer to see the words come up. I'm glad we have this technology for people, but... Um, He's handicapped, folks. He can't do the job. You have to be able to look at somebody, hear their question, and answer it. And your brain has to be able to process that information. I mean, I know senators have tons of staff that really run the shows... But that's not how it should be, and that's not how Dr. Oz will be. I'm sorry this has become a campaign point, but if he needs a computer program to interpret pe- interpret people's language and then put it up on a screen so he can read it because part of his brain doesn't work correctly, that's not... That's not good I know some people try to make it like oh yay for the handicapped they can even be senators we're not talking about Franklin Delano Roosevelt in a wheelchair we're talking about who's somebody who's, whose mind isn't compatible years from now you know he could overcome this maybe if he got one of Elon's uh, microchips that's what Elon's uh I forget what the heck it's called now, but that little microchip Elon Musk is coming up with that come that they put wires into your brain. It's made to help people like John Fetterman that have suffered from strokes. Maybe ten years from now he can do this with uh, help from therapy and medication and technology. But right now he's too disabled to do the job. It's sad that I have to say that about somebody, but I'm just being real. I don't I don't care what that makes me. The guy's a bad person and a bad candidate. This chasing a black man down with a gun proves that he's a bad person and shouldn't be a senator. He the fact that John Fetterman, before his stroke, said that he 
uses the bully pulpit of the lieutenant governor to get things done makes him a bad leader. The key word in that sentence was bully. We don't need bullies in the United States Senate. We need good people. Dr. Oz has helped millions of people with his true medical advice. He's a real doctor. He sees patients. And he is one of the most intelligent, healthiest people. He's exceeded John Fetterman's parents in wealth. And Fetterman's whole campaign is Dr. Oz is wealthy, wealthy, bad. Fetterman's parents are rich. He's a trust fund baby. And he was taken care of and his parents helped pay his bills until he was almost 50. So in every way possible, without the handicap, John Fetterman is a bad candidate and a bad person. Alright, so we got that straight. So that's the end. Thank you guys. God bless you. Pray for one another. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. God bless again.